This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Support the show, go over to our support store and get some awesome looking clothing. We got rock on hats, rock on shirts, the rock on hats are embroidered. Get your exclusive merchandise now. Rock on begins again. What's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, I got a question for you all. Now, it's just a question. Where in the hell is the so-called three percenters? You know, the ones that go around with the don't tread on me flag. It always seems that they're talking about, hey, we're going to be the ones against tyranny. Well, where the hell are you? I think I asked that question simply because I seen a video on Facebook, and you guys probably seen it too because it's went viral, of an old lady with a walker, and it looks like her husband. They have, you know, the lady has to be like 90-something years old. Trying to cross the street, and these BLM punks put their foot on her walker, and start yelling at her face and won't let her bite. While everybody sits there and watches it and videos it. Again, where are you three percenters at? You talk a good game, but nobody's hardly seen you. You would think that at this moment in this country's history, you loudmouths would be out there doing something. You'd be out there making sure that that old lady could have crossed that street without that kind of problem. Now, I know bikers, if they were in that situation, they would do something. If there's all these protests and all that crap in their town, they'd be there. Well, some of the places that the protests are happening is in areas that these so-called three percenters are in. But they're nowhere to be found. Well, except on Facebook. It's just disgusting when I seen that video. Why the hell didn't somebody slap the hell out of these people? And you know what? I don't care if they're women. I don't. If they're behind that black crap, out there pointing their fingers and yelling and screaming, black in their eye. Just knock the hell out of them. Because they're ones who took it upon themselves to be a schmuck. It don't matter if you're a man or a female. You're doing that kind of commie socialist crap. You deserve to get the knock the hell out. But seeing that video showed me how far this country has really fallen. 
and the ones that are supposed to be out there protecting our so-called protecting our liberties are just the ones that are on Facebook uh, crying and whining on Facebook. Now, I know a lot of bikers, if it came to their town, they'd be out there. They'd be out there mowing down people. Maybe that's why the government don't like bikers so much, because they're organized and they don't take shit. One thing they'd do is uh, they wouldn't let this happen to a little old lady with a walker. They actually put their foot on them wheels and was pointing their finger and screaming at her. 90-something-year-old woman. What in the hell did she do? Not a damn thing. It's just surprising how people just stand there. But, you know, you go on YouTube and you see these three percenters talking the game. And it's like, dude, you guys lost all credibility, man. You guys have had chance after chance after chance to show everybody what you're about. To show everybody that you back what you say. But it hasn't happened. And these idiots are the ones controlling the narrative. And everybody knows I don't support their stupid cause. And it's plain stupid. You know, you get tired. It's just like... Uh, the other day, uh, from Bagger Syndicate Cycles, I posted their line of hats. You know, they got new lines uh, coming out. And one of them's poor Chonky and one's Cracker. And you had this dude come on and say, well, you know, that's racist. You're really that stupid, aren't you? You're in the bike world, and you don't know what that stuff means. That's just like I'll probably get all kinds of complaints on my hat today. But, these schlucks, they don't know what any of it means. But the first thing they do is cry racism. That's the first damn thing. And you know what's sad? A lot of people do not want to speak up because they're chicken shits. They're afraid of being called racist. You don't deserve your freedom then. If you're that scared of people calling you that, God knows the last month that's all I've been called. And you know what? Screw yous. I'm putting my freaking side out there. I'm a proud-ass white boy. I'm a proud-ass Packerwood. If you don't like it, go screw yourselves. It is what it is. It's always been that way with me. Always will be. Do I respect others? Yeah, until you get stupid like these people. Then it's like it's on, man. I can't believe there's so many whites sitting there kneeling down and taking this crap. But hey, it's a different generation than mine, I guess. I guess they've been brainwashed enough by uh, all this liberal crap. So they don't, you know, they feel like they got to sit there and kneel and all that dumb crap. But back to the three percenter crap, you guys are schlucks, man. You guys really are. You're looking stupid. Uh, I wouldn't be throwing all these videos out talking about, you know, this, the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed, all that crap. 
Because really, you know, except for a few incidences around this country, three percenters really haven't done nothing, man, but sit on the internet crying and whining and bitching and moaning. See, it's cool to say you're a part of something like that until it's time to rock and roll. You know, it, it, it was funny the other day uh, when I mentioned that people are moving out of California and stuff like that, these liberal strongholds, you know... You look around, and I've seen people uh, from New York coming in the, the town where I'm at. And it's like, really, man? Keep your ass on the East Coast, man. It's bad enough here in Illinois. We don't need any of you freaking liberal schlucks coming here to make it worse. It's always, they don't like where they're living, but they bring that political view crap with them and ruin where they go. I know Texas is uh, shaking in their boots because they got a wave of these people coming in. You know, I just don't understand the way these people actually think. I don't. If you're migrating, you're leaving where you used to call home because of what your belief system did to elect these people, and now you can't take it, why are you going to move somewhere else and bring that crap with you? I really, Somebody please, please help me understand this. Because it makes no damn sense to me. You know, in modern times, it really don't make sense the way the people think. How in the hell, you look at these people, how in the hell would you support communism and socialism, man? Why? Because that's what they teach in these schools. Do you know, I think it was 13 teachers got arrested in Portland. 13. And people wonder why... They're not trusted. Nobody likes them. Teachers, most of them are schlucks. Most of them are. They got this belief that, you know, let's start a whole tree hugger type of freaking movement. That's not real life. It's not real life at all. But they put this crap in our kids' heads. And next thing you know, you got a bunch of pansies running around on the street acting like kids blocking a 90-something-year-old lady's freaking uh, walker. That's the country we live in now. Because they said it takes a village to raise a child. Hell no, it don't. It takes the parents to knock the hell out of them. When they do wrong, you knock the hell out of them. You teach them right. You don't let them go around acting like a bunch of freaking idiots. And especially disrespecting an old lady, man, who probably worked her entire damn life trying to cross the street. That kind of goes with uh, what's going on in the biker, you know, community, man. You get a bunch of these punks that think, well, I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to do that. That's not the way things are supposed to be. Even though they've been that way for decades upon decades. They think they can change everything because they said so because they feel entitled. And what's worse, let me be frank, for those who really don't get it, motorcycle club life ain't all freaking uh, hunky-dory, man. 
I just have to say that to those people out there that say, you know, this is the way it should be. No, it's not all hunky-dory. No, they're not gangs. But clubs are tough. They'll knock the hell out of you. You know, it's funny when you see some of these creators talk about, well, you know, this is the good about the community. Uh, we shouldn't talk about the bad. Well, that's not giving both sides of the story. That's giving these schlucks who think they can change things a hope that they're right. And most of the time, they're not. Most of the time, you're going to give somebody a freaking dotted eye because they watch some schluck on uh, YouTube or Facebook or Apple TV, whatever the hell it is. Because they're going to say, well, this guy said this is all right. Man, bullshit. Uh-uh. That's just giving false hope and that's giving false idiotic crap out there. You know, especially some of these people who only been around a club a couple years. The next thing, and the clubs that are just started out in the last 10 years, you know, they think they're all, you know, they know it everything. <laughs> That's what makes me laugh the most, man. Oh, then you guys can stop with the freaking questions. I'm not going to answer that one question. It's none of your damn business if I do this or I do that, who I ride with, none of that crap. You know what? Because I'm not like them people. You know, most people will not pers uh, profess what their club is on a public forum. They just don't do that. The ones that been around a long time won't do that crap. So... Think about that as well. But, I, you know, I know it's a long monologue today, and I'll probably give you more, uh, you know, thoughts at the end of the show. But seeing that video was just something else, man. It really was. Uh, I can't believe people just stood around and let that happen, man. Not slap the hell out of every, anybody. You know, you got to get rid of that thinking, hey, you know, this, you're not supposed to hit a woman. If that broad's up in somebody's face acting like a man, knock the hell out of her. She wants to act like a man, get like a man. That's what I can say, man. I'm sorry, I ain't PC or any of that crap. I'm not into this new age thinking. You know, I was always taught and I came up, man. Somebody gets in your face and you don't care who it is, knock them the hell out. So let's get into our uh, biker news for today and uh, see what's going on out in the biker world. Out of KSAT.com, memorial ride held in honor of four Thin Blue Line Motorcycle Club members killed in a crash. The ride began in Healthies and ended at the Hill County Youth Event Center. Let's take a listen in. 20 to 40 participants, but at least 1,000 people showed up today for a memorial drive held in honor of the four Blue Line, uh, Thin Blue Line Motorcycle Club members who were killed in a crash last month. The ride started in Helotus and ended at the Hill Country Youth Event Center, where they held a plaque dedication ceremony. As the Night Team's Jaffney Gray reports, members of that motorcycle club were overwhelmed by community support. 
a thousand plus motorcycles, somewhere in the range of 500 to a thousand cars and trucks. It is a absolutely amazing turnout to show such a good cause. That cause is in support of the Thin Blue Line Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club. The Texas All-Terrain Crew organized a memorial drive and ride in honor of four Thin Blue Line Motorcycle Club members who died after they were hit by suspected drunk driver Ivan Robles. We're typically the ones that come to the aid and help, you know, officers and, and that are injured and, and are killed in the line of duty. Uh, in this situation, it's some of our own that have we've taken a loss. Police say the crash happened while the group was riding back to their annual Thin Blue Line Foundation meeting in Bandera when Robles crossed over the center line on Highway 16 and struck several motorcycles head on. I mean, there's nothing you could do to avoid such a tragedy. Club members from all over the country rode 15 miles per hour below the speed limit, starting in Halotus and stopping at the crash site to lay flowers and pay their respects to the late Chicago chapter members. We're a family, you know, and, and when one of us goes down, we all feed them. We support each other beyond all, and we've lost part of our hearts. Since the crash, which happened July 18th, the club says they've had an outpour of love and even people wanting to join them as members. Local, I mean, nationwide, worldwide, it, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. They say despite the current political climate, they hope this unifying event shows the world that everyone, both in and out of law enforcement, is on the same page. With all the chaos going on, you know, there, there's still hope and love. Japhne Gray, KSAT 12 News. Rock on, man. It's awesome seeing that kind of turnout. Uh, I know New Hampshire uh, 7 had that type of turnout. And like I said in my previous segments, I don't care what they did for work. Everybody knows the way I think about how, you know, with Leo Motorcycle Clubs, the way they wear their stuff, how they act. But when somebody gets killed, especially on a motorcycle, it's a whole different thing, man. That's when you see the whole biker community come together is in something like this just like new hampshire now you're seeing it here uh three of them were from niles illinois that were killed but it is awesome you know they were only expecting to see 40 people and about a thousand uh showed up 500 to a thousand showed up to this event uh to show they cared uh that's motorcycling man that's uh motorcycling as uh good time charlie used to say uh, everybody came together, and it's unfortunate because this incident didn't need to happen. And I've covered that in previous segments where, you know, they had all the chances in the world to deport this guy, and it never happened. Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. Uh, let's go on to another uh, story. This one out of Yahoo.com. This is about the, the Buffalo Soldiers. You can do that is by getting to know people in your neighborhood. So uh, right now we have this incredible opportunity to get to know the Buffalo Soldiers. And when you see motorcycles, when you see a motorcycle club, when you see the leather and the patches, sometimes people get nervous, right? Sometimes people have, and you are on a mission, Larry, you and your entire club to connect with the community and tell us about who you are and what you would like people to know about what you do. Okay, well, I'd like to know the let the people know that uh, we are the Buffalo Soldiers and we represent the past Buffalo Soldiers from 1866 to 1944. Uh, a lot of things that happened then, the soldiers were very competent in their fighting skills and all the endeavors that they had to accomplish as they helped settle the West. 
And some of the things were like establishing the national parks. They were the ones who uh, uh, established the roads, telegraph lines. Uh, they also protected the settlers. And they had a chance to uh, keep in place the Indians as they had to move them around the country. And so, they really paved the way for so many people to come afterwards. And that's part of your mission is to help educate, educate. people on who the Buffalo Soldiers were exactly. and their impact. And tell me about your club. Tell me about what you oh. guys do, what your mission is, who you are. Well, our mission is we have the general mission right now just to ride safe. Well, we want to try to promote that very much and no uh, T-shirts flying up and no uh, shorts and gym shoes, you know. And then we uh, we generally uh, help the community as much as we can, as much as we're asked to. And we also give scholarships. And then we gen generally educate the public as much as uh, they want to know about the 9th and 10th Cavalry, which were the horse soldiers. So our iron bikes represent the horse soldiers. Wow. Now here in this park, there's the cavalry soldiers, which are horse soldiers, but they can't get around as much as we do. So we're able to get around the whole country. Well, and I know, you know, when we were talking before, and by the way, $100,000 of high school senior scholarships you've been able to award. You do so much to support the community. And today, yeah. uh, the Buffalo Soldiers are going to be handing out boxes of food and vegetables to people boxes. who need it. And right. when we were talking before the camera, you said when people see your colors, when people see Buffalo Soldiers, when they see that name, when they see you in your leathers, in your uniforms, what is it you want them to know and feel? We want them to know that they can be safe. They can trust the Buffalo Soldiers. You can let your wall down and we can help you as much as we can. That's what we do. We help the community as much as we can. Uh, we don't have to worry about, uh, uh, we're going we gonna to rip you off, we're going to do this to you. No. If anything, we'll give you what we have in our pockets. So and, you, yeah. and you have a strict uh, membership and application process yeah. because you're recruiting the best of the best. You have the best of the best. A national organization, the Buffalo Soldiers. Thank you so much. So fun to meet and there you go. That's a spotlight on what the, the Buffalo Soldiers do. Uh, they do a lot of charity for the community, man, which is really cool. That's the type of movement that, uh, you know, BLM can learn from. Anyway, let's go to 23WIFR, uh, the annual Sturges Rally. And I know a lot of you guys are starting to head out that way, so be careful, uh, especially with cagers. They're expecting 250,000, and now again, it's stirring a virus concern. I guess more than 60% of residents that were surveyed, and it was conducted by the city, said the rally should be postponed. Even though <laughs> that little town's whole freaking existence is based on one week a year. Uh, Sturgis is on. The message has been broadcast across uh, social media as South Dakota, which has seen an uptick in coronavirus infections in recent weeks, braces to host hundreds of thousands of bikers for the 80th edition of the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. You know, right now, I think, and they actually came out and said it, this coronavirus, man, is probably going to hit everybody. It's going to probably hit everybody because the testing's good now and a lot of the cases are going uptick. But I'm actually interested and I'm going to be looking at this off air, you know, the H1N1 uh, deal versus this, you know, that pandemic that they actually didn't declare it back in 2008 because God knows somebody else was in the White House and you didn't have lockdowns and all that stuff. But... 
you know, as we heard from somebody that had it, it's very dangerous as well. So you're kind of stuck in the middle because you actually had uh, somebody from DHSS or whatever the hell, DDH, whatever they call it, uh, come out and say, yeah, there's incentives for hospitals that report COVID deaths. So now, we, like anything else, it turns into a money game. Uh, more than 250,000 people are expected to rumble through western South Dakota seeking the freedom of cruising the boundless landscapes in a state that has skipped lockdowns. The August 7th to 16th event, which could be the biggest anywhere so far during the pandemic, will offer businesses that depend on the rally a chance to make up for losses caused by the coronavirus. But for many in Sturges, a city of about 7,000, the brimming bars will not be welcomed during a pandemic. Though only about half the usual number of people are expected at this year's event, residents were split as the city weighed its options. Personally, I wouldn't go to Sturges. You know, everybody knows how I feel about that corporate stuff. And, you know, when a town, uh, you know, wants to over-police it and give you, uh, you know, bikers hell, why even support them? You know, that's just my way of thinking. Uh, many worried that the rally would cause an unmanageable outbreak of COVID-19. Quote, this is a huge, foolish mistake to make to host the rally this year. Sturges resident Linnell Chapman told city councilors at a June meeting, the government of Sturgis needs to care most for its citizens. Well, you can tell it's probably one of them trans, you know, plants from California that moved there with their you know, tree-hugging ideals. Uh, anyway, you know, I'm going to try to you know, keep on this side of the deal. Uh, you got to ask yourself, if they didn't hold the rally, what's going to happen to that town? Because, again, for two weeks... That's what makes your whole town's deal, is that rally. With all the taxes and all the fines, that actually employs people in your town. What's it going to do to the economy? Both sides of the story here. In a survey of residents conducted by the city, more than 60% said the rally should be postponed. But businesses pressured the city council to proceed. Rally goers have spent about $800 million. $800 million. Think about that. In past years, according to the State Department of Tourism, though the rally has a history of biker gangs and lawlessness. <laughs> you can tell this is from the media. Bikers of a different sort have shown up in recent years, affluent professionals who ride for recreation and come flush with cash. Yeah, your rubs. Though the rally still features libertine displays, it also offers charity events and tributes to the military and the veterans. The attorney for a tourism souvenir wholesaler in Rapid City wrote to the city council reminding that a judge found the city does not solely own rights to the rally and threatening to sue if the city tried to postpone it. Oh man, somebody's got some common sense there. Tell that to Sturgis. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Chip, which is the largest campground and concert venue that lies outside the bounds of the city, made clear that it would hold some version of the rally. Uh, quote, we spent money for 355 days of the year without any return on it, hoping people show up for nine days. 
we're a nine-day business. Well, he's got a big freaking point there, man. A real big point. Uh, and then in the end, of course, they realized that, you know, people would show up uh, even if they didn't hold the rally. So, you know, that's a little story on what the residents are thinking about uh, the Sturgis uh, rally. Let's go here and, you know what, another one about it. It's the freedom of it. Bikers rally in state line ahead of Sturgis unconcerned about the virus by may quinlan justin Vale hasn't missed the sturges motorcycle rally in south dakota in five years and he's not planning to start now Vale, owner of cruisers bar and grill in state line idaho will head out for the 12-hour drive on wednesday and camp at the event for a week to 10 days while he won't be deterred by the pandemic that has shut down large gatherings across the country, it's not clear how many of his fellow motorcycle enthusiasts will join him. Sturgis City Planners has high hopes for this year's music festival and motorcycle rally. For the festival's 80th anniversary, they aim to draw more than 490,000, uh, but those ambitions uh, may be foiled as of COVID-19 continues to spread. Uh, on Saturday, he was hosting Cruiser's annual Road to Sturges motorcycle rally, complete with the games. Uh, but you got a lot of people that says, you know what, screw this, we're going, we're going to be doing us, and, you know, hopefully they take their precautions, don't spread the crap, and uh, have a good time. Uh, I'm going to go into this next story and this is going to go through to my uh, final thoughts. Today's Corey Graff's Wall of Shame. I'll have to do it on another segment because I ran a little uh, you know, long on my monologue. So that would be coming again. Uh, 23 WIFR. Suspect in custody and slain of a nine-year-old. Police have said around 6.45 p.m. Friday, a gunman opened fire on a group of people behind the townhomes on the 900 block of North Cambridge Avenue. And this is out of CBS Chicago. Oh, no surprise. You know, now they're coming out and say, you know what, uh, we need more gun control. You know, it's the other states that is making this happen. And no, it's you schlucks, man. Uh, a suspect is in custody and cha charges are pending Monday morning in the shooting death of nine-year-old Jannar Ricks, who uh, was killed uh, on Friday while playing in the Cambrini Green neighborhood. Quote, this is the best example of a community coming forward. Police have said around 6.45 p.m. a gunman opened fire on a group behind uh, the townhomes on the 900 block in North Cambridge, the last occupied section of the Cabrini Green public housing development, when a bullet struck her in the chest. Uh, Monday morning, Chicago Police Chief of Detectives Brennan D.N. said a suspect was in custody and police expected to file charges within the next couple days. Quote, we're not in this position without the help of the community, which is surprising. Usually they shut up. Who come, came forward and gave us information which allowed us to actually identify and arrest the suspect. Currently, we are working with the state's attorney's office to work up the case and ensure we do everything we can to actually charge the suspect. So we're hoping through continuing the investigation that we will be able to secure charges in the next day or two. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is an everyday thing in Chicago, man. That's what you're getting from these politicians. Look at what's going on in Portland and other liberal cities. A nine-year-old. Come on, really? That's why I always, you know what, I'll go to my final thoughts on this one. We're here from Beggar Syndicate Cycles, just to let you know about the place that has the craziest hats on the market, apparel that's based all upon bikers, baggers, and brotherhood. And ladies, we didn't forget about you either. Between tank tops and baby doll tees, we have it all. Now just go to BaggerSyndicateCycles.com and check it out. Mwah. Okay, nine-year-old. A nine-year-old. And I think 30-something shot. Some killed. Yeah, that's Shy Rock. Yeah, I proudly displayed a Chicago flag on my stuff. Why? Because I'm from there, for one. And, uh, you know, the neighborhoods used to be the best around. But I want somebody to answer this for me. I want somebody to answer this question. This is a question that I got. Why should I support your movement? Why should I care if you don't even care about your own lives? Most of the violence in the city of Chicago and more, most urban cities is black on black. Now, I'm not trying to be divisive or any of that crap. I am asking a legitimate question. Why should I or people who think like me support this movement when yourselves don't believe in uh, all lives matter you know and I'm not talking about that slogan I'm talking about if black lives matter why is the violence happening you can't keep blaming it on uh, us there has to be some self-responsibility in all this crap. You can't say, oh, we live in the poor, we live in the ghetto. You know what? The whites live just the same, baby. Or worse. But you don't see us out there killing each other. I think the statistics came out uh, through the FBI, which, take it as you will, coming from them. There's more whites killed by cops than blacks. So again, can somebody, somebody who's calling me racist all the time, answer that very question? Give a legitimate argument on why you feel that others should support that movement. Why should our idiots in the sports uh, entertainment, which, you know what, I was really looking forward to watching baseball and stuff, and then them schlucks started the crap. Only one who hasn't is hockey. You know, hockey's a man's sport. But why should they be kneeling? The one who started all the kneeling, that moron, Colin Kaepernick, He's nothing but a Castro wannabe. He believes in socialism. You guys think it's bad now? Try living under socialism, man. Bunch of the Cuban Americans down in Miami, they're letting you know what it's like to live like that. The problem is these teachers don't explain to these schluck kids because their parents are morons and let these teachers raise them. 
that socialism has killed more people than many of the wars combined. That in communism, most of you young kids or some of you guys doing your little videos over YouTube weren't even born when the Cold War was happening. You got some of these punks running around with the sickle and hammer, you know, the old Soviet flag. Because you morons didn't understand what it was uh, like to live fearing a missile hitting your ass. But hey, it looks cool. It's a rebellion type of deal. No, the Confederate flag actually is the rebellion type of ideal. You know, even though everybody around the world looks at it as a rebel thing, it's only us schlucks in uh, the United States who look at it any different. But hey, that's the United States of America for you, man. Yeah, it's great to have different uh, viewpoints. But when it comes to this type of stuff, and I think I'm really upset and on this subject today is because of that one damn video I seen. Tell me, how can people just stand there and watch an old lady get messed with like that? What is with you cowards, man? You cowards allowed something like that to happen. That could have been your mother. That could have been your grandmother that these punks were doing this to. You know, there was a study, a backroom study, oh, all the situations that can happen from the election. And you know what? Don't, uh, you know, try to fool yourselves here. They're doing all this chaos. This is what Democrats do. They're taking a playbook out of Chicago. That's Chicago politics they're playing right now. And we wonder why the state of Illinois is all screwed up. It's because you morons vote for the same ones over and over and over again. They're taking the playbook of chaos from Obama himself. He did it during that John Lewis funeral. And I'm sorry, if you don't like politics or you don't like hearing this or that, then turn off the damn show. But this is one show that people need, you know, to get their opinions out. Because nobody should have to watch a video like that of a grandmother or a mother having to go through that kind of crap and people just sitting there because they're afraid that they'll be called racist. What I say is grow some damn balls. Stop bowing down. Stop being a bunch of slucks. Enough's enough. You know, they actually came out with a commercial from the president's campaign where they were just showing signs of what they thought because they were too afraid to speak. That's a socialist government where you can't speak your mind because you're afraid of what others are going to think of you. Personally, I think you're cowards. I'm on here talking all I want. It's a public forum. It's a public show. Some may agree with me. Probably most don't. But hey, that's the First Amendment, isn't it? Say what you want to say. Now, you watch the comments on any of the platforms. You'll start seeing it. Well, that was some racist stuff. Just like that post on Facebook when I shared Bagger Syndicate Cycles, it had a porch honky and a cracker hat, which I got some coming. I'll be wearing them. Uh, right away, well, that's racist. 
Why is it racist? You guys even know what that shit means? Most of you probably don't. Because you live in this little bubble. That. Well they say this is wrong. They say that's wrong. I'm sorry man. There's a lot of us that are proud Packerwoods. Proud honkies. Proud fucking crackers man. That's just a term that used to be used in the old days. But. Again, most people don't understand their history and what that stuff means. So they automatically go to the race card. Aren't you people sick of that yet? I, I'm just asking, aren't you sick of the race crap? Oh, you're this, you're that. You know what? Grow the hell up. Stop blaming your problems on other people. Stop projecting your problems on other people. I always say it. Life owes you nothing. Nothing. It's on you to make your way. And if you fail, you fail. Not somebody else's fault. Failure is a good thing. You learn from it. But when you use it as a crutch to blame others, you're nothing but a schluck. That's what you are. And you deserve every problem that you're getting. Because you didn't want to change it. What do you guys think? Has it really come to a head? And what do you guys think about the so-called three percenters? And no, that's not a club thing. That's... If you don't know what a 3%er is, go and look it up. You should learn. But this is a group that specifically goes around and says, we're here to protect you. We got all our ARs and all our ammunition. Well, where the hell are you, man? Stop talking about it. As you've seen in many uh, of these protests, when bikers were involved, they didn't let that crap happen. Stop being afraid. If these idiots want to go around burning stuff down, meet force with force. I can almost guarantee you the cops ain't going to care. That's just my you know thoughts on that stuff. Uh, those heading to Sturges. Make sure you take precautions, man. Bathe in hand sanitizer. Don't give these people in the media... Any excuse to hit ya. They're saying this is gonna be terrible. Why well, no bikers are smart? So shove it right back in their face. That's what I say. Anyway, don't forget to listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you take us to work with you on your ride. Anything. Uh, you to plug us right in. Uh, the radio station's going good, man. It's going great. If you want to have a show, let me know. We'll get you worked out at info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. Uh, and we'll talk and go over your ideals and all that good stuff. See where you're at. We're going to be having a lot of classic rock, rock, old-ass country boy like Willie Nelson, David Allen Coe, all that stuff. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to even have a freaking show, a hairband of the 80s, man. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later, man. You guys make sure you uh, be careful heading out to Sturgis, man. I'll talk to you later. See you again on the next show. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Don't forget to go over to HarleyLiberty.com. 
Get all your motorcycle club news. What's happening in the scene? We have a new article or articles every single day over at HarleyLiberty.com. And don't forget the sister site, BikerLifestyleMagazine.com. If you're into all that kind of manufacturer motorcycling news, motorcycle rallies, and bikers helping the community motorcycle club editorials and more and don't forget to visit us on facebook get involved in the conversation watch videos done a motorcycle madhouse and more also we have instagram yes instagram we have material that is not seen anywhere else so don't forget get on our platforms check out your daily biker news rock on Hey guys, this is Kara from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. I just want to let you know about a place where you can get the greatest apparel, top of the notch, all the baggers, bikers, and brotherhood. And ladies, don't you worry, we didn't forget about you. Check it out at BaggerSyndicateCycles.com. The show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!